Happy Friday! Well, we're back in the living room. And if you don't know by now, I'm Daniel Shim. And <laughs> I'm Daniel Shim, and that was Daniel Chun. Hmm. Uh, don't know what kind of games we're playing here. But hey, as always, there's so many awesome people around us doing so, so many, many awesome, awesome things. things. And I, I can't wait to um, get into our guest today. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be a good one. It's always a good one. It's good to see you, Shim. Good, good to, to see, see you, Chun. I, I haven't seen you. Uh, in two weeks, actually. Actually, we, yeah. We've transitioned into a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. We uh, said bye to weekly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really threw off the rhythm there. Yeah. The rhythm, though. All right, well, nothing's changed, I guess. Um, but, Chan, yeah, it has been a while since I've seen you. Usually, we'd be running together um, mm. at least, like, once a week, but... You changed your allegiance to Koreatown Run Club. I get it. I mean, they're more established. Went there once. I was in LA. Um, sure. Yeah, but yeah. hey, how have you been, man? Me? Yeah. You're talking to me. I'm talking to you. How have I been? Okay. Uh, that's you know that's a loaded question. Uh, I've been good. Really good. Anything special? Anything fun? Or you know what? Nah. You know, just mm -hmm. kind of living life like yeah, day to day. Hour to hour, minute by minute, second to second. You know, I just think, uh, you know, yeah, it's blessed. Awesome. B L E S T. Blessed. Awesome. Cool. Um, how have you been? How have I been? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? Not a Dutch chun in my life, I think. Um, you think I'm joking, but really, uh, I haven't seen you since the last time we recorded. Do, do I provide some type of balance to your life or? It's like it makes me appreciate just every other the day. Quiet, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet times. The quiet times. Um, no, just kidding. But uh, oh. no, yeah. I I helped my friend Andrew Jungmin Kim. Shout out Andrew Jung. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Jung. Whatever. Uh, I can't wait. Josephine Jung. That's gonna be awesome, dude. <laughs> just, Shout out is, Jojo. Last name is Kim, but yes, yeah, yeah, uh -huh. I helped them move into their new place um, over the weekend. Hit up Young Money again. Young money, uh, yeah. Uh, beef tartare. I mean, uh, not the beef tartare. Uh, uh, I mean the bolognese. Bolognese. Yeah, the bolognese. Hit the spot. Okay. A lot of peanuts in there. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, hey. Uh, enough of the living room. Enough of the chit chat. Let's get into our weekly segments. Uh, oh. Hey, we put up uh, a poll or a question on our gram uh, a couple hours ago, and we got a lot more hits this time around. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, fans. Thank you, supporters. Mm -hmm. All three of you guys. Yeah, we had a we had a couple more, and you know, um, we're gonna hit the mailbox now, where we're just gonna answer a couple questions that our listeners we want to really engage with mm. our with our fans. So I'm just gonna go rapid fire, Chun, oh wow, and then maybe rapid fire. Okay. Rapid fire. Okay. So at Joncho Poncho, thank you for uh, turning in a question. Um, he writes, "Got a carpool ticket thanks to the last episode. Who do I charge on Venmo, <laughs> Chun?" Um, anything well, you want to say? Well, Jancho Pancho, I've never met you, but I, I would I would say, uh, did you have tinted windows on your car? Were you driving hmm. slow? Hmm. I mean, it, it's 
I would assume it's mostly your fault, but hey, um, you know, we all have to grow in, in some type of ownership. Mm. Uh, so one day in our lives. Yeah, right? I mean, we, I specifically said in our last episode, like, we don't take any responsibility for yeah. the chun's, yeah. I don't, advice. Okay. Um, shout out stocks of the week. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, don't, okay. char- don't charge us on Venmo, but what you can do wow. is support us on Anchor FM. Um, wow, we're going to wow, turn wow, the wow. flip. Flip the table on you. Flip the script. Flip the script. Um, and if you want to subscribe to be a monthly supporter, we didn't appreciate that. Or listen to our ads. Wow, that's pretty good. You flip yeah. the dip. Yep. Chobani dip. flips. Yep. Um, we're going to get right into the rapid fire. 100%. At, okay. at underscore Young J Kim. I okay. wonder who that is. Who? Uh, he asked, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to the every song you hear? Well, why did you ask that one? So this could go either way, but I like to think of myself um, as a better singer than a dancer. Whoa. So I would sing along. Do you think you're good at singing? Uh, Relatively, not really. Uh, Objectively, not at all. But I think compared to dancing, you like to do the dance. (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah. So what what about you, Chen? Um, you know what, honestly, uh, I would, I would not claim myself as a singer or a dancer. Um, I don't think either of us are saying we're singers or dancers. Right, 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 right. But, but like, what do you think you're better at? Or what, what would do you I think choose? I'm better at? No, no, no actually, oh. what would you choose? Would you sing along or dance along? I really like singing. I don't care like how, you know, yeah, bad I sound. I, I really like singing. I sing in the car by myself. You know, Facts. I want to go. I love one-on-one Nurebang. One-on-one? Shout out Danny Like Really different. Two hours of straight ballads. That's all. Two hours straight ballads. Two guys, two water bottles, two mics, two hours of straight ballads. Two tambourines? Yeah. Okay. That's, I believe that. Also, um, writing another five, 10.30. Yes. Windows open. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's that's a good question, uh, Young J. Kim. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Looking forward to meeting you. Maybe doing some um, logistics. Uh, two more questions here. Uh, number three, at I'm Jaquan Yuli. Um, Yuli, biggest turnoffs? Dude, you know, one of my biggest turnoffs is like, you know when girls, like, when they play sports and they have, like, massive mouth guards? It's a huge turnoff to me. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I've seen it once in my life. But yeah. when I did see it, I was yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. Was that, like, in your, like, Totter Puff refereeing days? Uh, that does sound familiar. I'm not exactly sure when it was, but I just know it was memorable in my mind. And you know, I you saw thought, one girl with a huge uh, mouth guard. I, I, I did see that. Yeah, I did see it, and I just really, man, something inside me. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Uh, um, for all of our listeners, Chun is actually no <laughs> describing okay maybe someone well, who turned this question relax. in. So. May- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, love, all love. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, 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 Jake. Sorry, 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 Jake. Sorry, that, that, was, that was actually really messed up. My bad. Uh, future guests, though. I'm so sorry. Yes. Uh, Jake Kwan, Shin, Yay. Um, biggest turn up. Uh, if I could only choose one, mm. you know, I don't have many uh, things that turn me off. Um, Maybe big ankles. Relax, <laughs> dude. <laughs> ankles. Um, I would say, like, I would say selfishness. Uh, uh, really big turn off. Uh, I think that makes sense because you're very generous. 
Wow, thank you. Yeah. I, that sounds very sarcastic. No, no, no. Um, you, you actually have bought me a lot of food, gave oh, me a lot you. of rides um, Ooh, in the, the past. Rides. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I appreciate that, Shim. No, thank very you. Very nice of you. Thank you. No, no problem. Uh, what about you? Me? Um, the biggest one of all. Biggest one. I think maybe like uh, arrogance, pride. Just kind of like, yeah, that's, that tur- that's a big turn off. Are you turned off by yourself? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Mm. I'm gonna let that simmer for yeah. you for, for the yeah. next two I'm weeks. Let that yeah, shimmer, just, yeah, shimmer. shimmer. Um, hey, uh, this last question. Uh, this person sent in like a group of questions all at once. Dude, we got a lot of mail. This I know, this, I know, I know. Right. We'll, we'll just have one next okay. time. But um, at Belly New, favorite workout exercise. <laughs> Chun, what's your favorite workout exercise, Come on, bro? Uh, come on. Bench press. Bench press. Easily. Easily. Bench press. Flat, incline, decline. Oh, man, I, I, I would, for this, you know, for Belly, you know, whoever put this answer in, I would recommend like five sets of 20 on the decline because you really need to <laughs> increase that decline repage. But I mean, for me, like, yeah, bench. I mean, you know what they say, no chess. Yeah, you go like maybe like plate tens for like hey, for, five, five sets of 14 or something ridiculous. Hey, for those of you who don't know, man, uh, I started benching in eighth grade because I remember uh, my parents bought me and my brother a bench press outside mm. um, because my brother was in football. And so like yeah. I would just bench with him at that point and then I would be benching a plate. Yeah. So that's 135 pounds yeah. back when I was in eighth grade. That's actually really good. So I kid you not, when I when I went to ninth grade, I was like top ten initially on the bench. Yeah. Cause no one really benches. Yeah. Let me tell you one thing. I'm twenty seven now. I still bench one thirty five and that's it. Yeah. Um, so take it for what it is, growth, yeah. hashtag consistency. Consistency, hashtag, you know, rooted, hashtag foundation. Foundation. Um it's good. Yeah. Really good. What would you say your uh, most favorite exercise is? My most favorite. Kind of redundant, but <laughs> my bad. Um, Yo, so what, what's, what's good with the pride? What's... Hey, I'm just rock, or I'm rocking with it. I'm prideful. Right, let's rock then. Yeah, I'm good right here. <laughs> Pretty good rock then. Um, yeah, my favorite workout exercise probably, I well, I mean, disclaimer, I haven't been to the gym in like over a year and a half now. I work out. But I I was really into like deadlifts. Yeah. Okay. Like one rep maxing. One rep max deadlift. Yeah. So for, for those of you who don't lift, like what is a deadlift, Shim? You lift until you're dead. <laughs> no, but basically you have the barbell. You have weights on it. It's, it's a barbell, Shim. Cheese, man. It's just on the ground and you lift it. Very easy. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, maybe Chun will, I don't know, put up one of his 35 stories after this episode goes live. <laughs> Show what a deadlift is. But okay, all right. We, we kind of went hard with the mailbox. We did we? go hard. I mean, there's a lot of mail. I mean, we, we, we weren't in the living for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. But what do we expect? Yeah, you know? a lot of mail uh, in the a lot of, uh, PO we, box. Yeah, we uh, might need to set up a PO box. Yeah. This is kind of crazy. But hey, um, we're going to go to the kitchen. Oh. We're going to go to the kitchen. Okay. Take me to the kitchen then. So um, we're here in the kitchen and this is like a food spot that we enjoyed um, okay. recently. Chun, um, what's in the kitchen? For me? Yeah, what's in the kitchen you. in the past two weeks? Past two weeks. Man, honestly, I've been trying to reflect on this. Uh, I, I really don't have anything down. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, we have a little bit of notes here on the LRP, not much. Yeah. But uh, I did go to Disneyland, try some food. Oh, Shout out GHP nice. uh, for taking us there. Um, I mean, of course, the classic hot link corn dog. If you haven't tried it, it's a must try. Must. Um, oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Okay, this is, definitely, this is definitely coming. Give it to me. Disneyland clam chowder. Disneyland clam chowder. It's I got to repeat that. Yeah. Um, I've grown up with Disneyland clam chowder yeah. since I was a kid. Uh, a kid just growing up. I would beg my mom to yeah. go to Disneyland just to eat the clam chowder. That's how crazy it was. That's crazy. Uh, and it's still the same recipe because it still tastes the same. Yeah. It's bomb. You get a sourdough bread bowl. Takes you back to childhood, huh? It's straight childhood memories, man. Um, so, hey, if next time you're at Disneyland, uh, shout out uh, Janice Jung. Does she, does she still work at Disney? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, but shoot. sorry. Um, no. Our, our correspondent, David Jew, is nodding his head no. Okay, my bad. No. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, anyone who yeah. is going to go to yeah. Disneyland, yeah. I'm trying to put a plug in. That's my bad. Look. Plug, um, look. But yeah, Disneyland Clown Chowder, man. If, awesome. if you go, just try it. Love it's freaking it. bomb. Add some Tabasco, Woo. some oyster crackers. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. What about you, sir? Me? Um, I actually had El Torino um, this past weekend as well. Elto, yes. Elto. Um, and I actually dined in for the first time in. Yeah year more than a year uh, i thought we just had young money a couple of weeks ago dined in at el torino oh at el torino at okay el torino. It, it'd yeah. be nice if you could yeah just yeah. add that what right right there yeah um, yeah so i had the classic um carne no not carne al pastor sope uh cabeza sope um two buche tacos and uh jalapeno and cheese tamale wait hold on one second this hold on one second you're telling me you went to El Torino. Yeah. And you said classic order. Yeah. And you didn't mention tostada. And let me tell you, um, six forty nine. See you later. Yeah, I'm not paying six forty nine for a tostada no more. How much you pay for a sope? Like three forty nine. That's not true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe three eighty nine. Who knows? All right, a uh, producer. He's got to look into the prices later. One, one day we'll have a producer here on LRP, and yeah. then we'll be that, able kinda to kind of like check. Jo Joe Rogan as Joe Rogan. Yes, 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 yes. Pull up the video. Hey, Jesse, why don't you pull yeah. up that video? Yeah. Um, okay. Can tell yeah. what Chun's been into these days, huh? But hey, it, it hit the spot. Okay. Hit the spot, and this. Well, I'm, I'm I'm full. I'm full from the kitchen. I, I really yeah. enjoy the kitchen. Uh huh. Wait, Shim. I don't know about you. But I don't know if you've got feedback from yeah. these new segments. Yeah. Um, personally, I've gotten zero feedback from these yeah. segments because I realized zero people listen to their LRP now. Um, no, we, we have some listeners. It's just, we're not getting feedback. So, Hey listeners, um, give us some feedback, hit the DMS, let us know how we're doing. Hashtag um, interactive. Interactive. Do you like the mailbox? Do you like the kitchen? Do you want to go somewhere else in the house? Let us know. Okay. I'm um, on the corner. 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 Chun's corner. Chun's corner. CC. Well, um, we're going to go back to one of the original segments. It's the quote of the week. And the library, okay. Shim's book club. <laughs> hey, this is a very short and sweet quote for this week. Come on, give it to um, me. The quote of the week is this. Turn your what ifs into remember whens. Billy Saveco. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Before you, before you repeat the quote, repeat yeah. that name again. Billy Saveco. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Language of origin? Uh, langu uh, probably some sort of Eastern European descent, I'm assuming. Okay, okay. All right, the producer has shown okay, us it's not yeah. 649, okay. it's yeah. 595. Yeah, we're going to stop right now. 
We're going to stop. Everyone stop. Producer just came in. Tostada right now is five ninety five. Okay. How much does this help you, producer? We'll, we'll get back to that. But as I was saying, Billy Saveco, um, I've been really getting into uh, the, the running community. The okay, tracking. stop, 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 stop. <laughs> 365. Stop. Three, is 365. Okay, I was off by a couple cents. Oh, is that such a thank, big deal? Thank, no, thank you, producer. No. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so I've been really into um, the track and field YouTube uh, community. And okay. Billy Sebeko, um, you look at look him up. He kind of reminds me of you, Chun. Okay. Like what, very, why do you, wait, why do you change your tone in that way? Very, why do you turn, change that tone in? Okay, all right. Very outgoing, a mm. very, like, um, people person. Okay. Um, very, like, exuberant. Okay, I like those. Flamboyant. Okay, yeah, I like those. Fun guy. Fun guy. So okay, it's I like, like that. Yeah, kind of reminded me of you. Look him up. But um, he's like, he uh, ran track and field for like Penn State and Ooh, then um, okay. went to Syracuse, did a little bit of cross country there. And then he's very involved with like the uh, track and field kind of like um, content creation community and stuff. So his quote actually is, uh, turn your what ifs into remember whens. And he has this kind of like this aesthetic of like, hey, the toad life. Which is like, hey, there's no worries, there's no bad vibes, it's just good times, you know? Toad life? Toad life. He got this nickname from his dad, and then somehow he really ran with it. Wow. Um, I actually really like that quote. Yeah, look it, look it up. Um, but basically what, it, what he's saying is like, hey, like, take a risk. Like, we always sit around and we say, hey, mm. what if, like, mm. we started a podcast? Mm. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of... Um, you know, unprideful people, they, they just stop there. Mm. But maybe maybe some prideful, some doofuses will be like, hey, instead of what if we started a podcast, maybe 10 years down the line, we go, hey, remember when we started that podcast? Mm. Wow. It's like, okay, hey, don't like live that. with regrets. Come on. Turn your what ifs Come on. into remember once. Come on. Yeah. What's next? What do you mean what's next? One day or day one, you decide. <laughs> It's a good one. I actually really like that quote. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that quote for sure. Yeah. Um, next time I run, love just it. Repeat that. And you know what's crazy is he really lives by his quotes because um, this summer actually, he purchased a thirty thousand dollar RV, went on a cross country tour. Wow. Um, he went to like the U.S. Olympic trials in Oregon. Like mm. they started in like Virginia or like Pennsylvania. Cross country tour. Hit up Boulder. Hit up different states along the way yeah. and his um 2021 toad tour just finished so wow okay um, guys that's actually super dope turn your what ifs into remember when i like that I like, that's actually one of my kind of deep i don't know about deep deep, deep. but <laughs> the depth I, uh, yeah but i actually want to do that one day just rent an rv yeah. get an rv and just kind of travel across the u.s yeah maybe one day my wife maybe one day or day, or day one. one. Who knows? Day one, Kim. Shout out. Day one, Bakte. Okay, uh -huh. Before this, uh, it's already gotten out of hand. Uh, let's let's hit up the Doria song of the week. Chuck. Wow, Doria song of the week, man. This is actually kind of crazy. Have you guys ever heard of this song before? Uh, uh, we don't know what song it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting on you, man. Uh, have you ever heard uh, of this one? Why, why don't you turn it up? It's called "Love" by Loco and Lee Sung Young. Cause 
man. I love love. I really do love love. And that was love by Loco and Yi Sung Young. Her, her, her name? Yeah. Bible. Sung Young. I need I need some Sung in my life. Like. Both ways. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hope you guys enjoyed that Doria song of the week. We um, usually introduce it before, uh, you know, give a little backstory and stuff. But we're we're changing things here. We're um, keeping everyone on the toes. And that sound that you just heard was um, a chair that was moved by our very nervous guest, Scott Yang. Scott, wow. welcome to the living room. Wow. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, um, Scott is a uh... Scott. Are you nervous right now? I'm gonna be honest, with you, just slightly, not too much, but yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a new place, it's a new vibe. I, yeah, I've uh, low key have been dodging this segment, but you guys were very adamant. So, and yeah. here we we just know so many of our awesome friends are doing so many awesome, awesome things. things. So we wanted to get you in. Um, hey, we're just gonna put our defenses down. We're in the living room, Scott. Let's get comfortable. Let's get comfy. Let's get comfortable, okay? Beat uh, up. Give me your favorite cereal. Cereal? Cereal. Give me your favorite cereal. So it tells me a lot about just kind of who you are. Although, you know, we'll get into that in terms of how we met. Yeah. You know, okay. uh, how I know you. But favorite cereal for all our listeners here. Yeah, it's funny that you asked that. Like, you know, I, I text you guys I'd be running late. I was actually running at the grocery store buying some cereal. Whoa. Okay, which was okay. my favorite. And it's uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So classic. CTC. CTC. Wow. So, so, um, um, question is, do you put milk in first or the cereal in first? Cereal first. Cereal if you don't first. do it that way, what are you doing? Or do you eat them separately? Hashtag get out. No. <laughs> cereal in and then the milk okay that's tough that's um tough. but especially with ctc the best part of that experience is a leftover milk at the end right correct? you get the free cinnamon milk yes, yes. absolutely yes. i hate milk all right i never had cereal with milk what ever no you you're lying well i tried it i just don't like it i just don't like milk that's crazy you're crazy Hey, everyone just take it easy. No, I mean, everyone's up in arms. Like, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm resting at the living room, man. It's, it's kind of crazy. I, I feel like Sky brings that type of energy from me. But we'll, we'll, maybe we'll dive a little more. Let's deeper. dive into it. Yeah, let's, let's dive into it, Scott. Well, hey, much anticipated guests. Uh, we've been getting DMs, messages, cacao, yeah. WhatsApp, uh, <laughs> just every everything. yeah. yeah. Where is Scott Yang? Where is Scott Yang? I need to know his story because I think a lot of people are intrigued by you and just the way, you know, you carry, carry yourself. yourself. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just get into it. So tell, tell me, Scott, where were you born? Let me know what your upbringing is like, family structure, all of that. All right, all right. Yeah, let's get into it, man. All right, just get into it? Yeah, let's just get into it. We're in the living room, man. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> Data's back as far as I know, but my mom told me I was born in UC- at UCLA Medical Center. In Let's Los go, Angeles. Bruins. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. go. The only ties I have to UCLA, really. Um, uh, other than that, yeah, I was born on born in November 92. And, you know, for those who can do some math, um, puts me at 28 years old. Wow. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm like getting closer and closer to 30, which is pretty crazy to, to realize. Um, but yeah, in terms of upbringing... You know, um, believe I, you know, again, was born in Los Angeles. I think we were living there like in an apartment mm-hmm. near K-Town until like I was four years old. And then we moved over to Buena Park. And that's where pretty much uh, Ben moved to Fullerton when I was in about 
seven years old. And mm -hmm. ever since then, uh, till college, I was really looking Fullerton. And my upbringing was here in mm -hmm. just good old suburban, suburban Fullerton, California. Mm -hmm. um, you know, wait, wait, hold up. Um, Scott, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, you're a K-Town cowboy. You're a K-Town boy, huh? That, uh, that explains why your arms are crossed. You're a very tough, uh, tough I think your audience, I think your audience would view K-Town Cowboys a little bit more differently than what you define, but... My bad. That's yeah. on me. I was, just, with you. I was just trying to break the Definitely ice. Definitely not a K-Town Cowboy. But I just saw the arms crossed, and I want to just relax, Scott. <laughs> I just wanted to break that wow. tough, steely exterior. Oh, Man of Steel. Shout out Batman. That's Superman. That's dude. Superman. But, but suburban, Fullertonian. Okay, that's right. Yeah, my my understanding is that you're not an only child. You have a younger sister. That's correct. I do have one younger sister. She's only one grade younger than me. Her hmm. name is Stella Yang. Come you on, clap it Shout up, out Stella. Let's go. Exactly. So, Stella, if you're listening to this on your Spotify in Boston, just. Mm. Know that I was kind of forced to be here today. <laughs> and uh, he wants you to turn it off right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but hey, uh, going back, so seven years old, moved to Fullerton, uh, just kind of rattling off. Give me one childhood memory. Scott Yang, when he was a kid, just childhood memory that, I don't know, brings you back to childhood. Yeah, wow. Something vivid, something that stands out. A good one or a bad one? Any could be both. Oh, man. Could be both. Like in my elementary years, or could be that. Jeez, could be in K Town. Seriously, Chun. Chun, do we oh, do this? I heard you do this on that. every yeah. podcast nope. episode. That's not the yeah. that's that's not Sorry, nope. I'm not surprised. Um, not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. I would say one. It's, it's it's not a specific memory, but again, um, again, like I said, I grew up in. I moved to Fullerton when I was seven years old. I went to Laguna Road Elementary. Shout out Roadrunners. You know, Road um, probably the best elementary school, mm. elementary program in the United States, really. United um, States. Yeah, I'm going that far. It's crazy. We're, uh, we're pretty much the number one school, elementary-wise. You're a man of hyperbole. Yeah. No, definitely not. Wow. Anyway, I digress. Um, like I said, I think the most vividing memory that I have is like from second grade to sixth grade, I walked to school because I lived about... It was about a 10-minute walk. Mm. Um, it oh. was a huge uh, – for those of you who are familiar with the area, um, that main street to um, to school was a huge uphill. And I remember just mm. every day trekking with my textbooks. And even though it was like a 0.6-mile – not even 0.6, 0.4-mile walk, mm. I would ask my mom to drop me off um, because, <laughs> yeah, I just saw every – I saw my friends and other kids just – Getting dropped off, and I thought yeah, that should right. be the norm. Yeah, um, right, right. I, I mean, I watch, I grew up watching Disney Channel, so like I'd right. see school buses, right? Mm. So like I'm like, come on, I don't even do that. I don't have a school bus. I don't yeah. get Point dropped off. Miles. I have to walk. Yeah. So right. yeah, uh, you know, actually, now that I think about it, like that was memorable to me because I kind of I think I that's where like some type of mental toughness came into my my side, where like Definitely. I had to carry textbooks, rain or shine, like I have to walk, you know. Mm. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, because at that point, my parents were always working. They didn't have time to drop us off. So mm. uh, my sister and I, we walked mm. every day from, for our elementary years. I mean, there, of course, there were times, special cases where we would get dropped off. Yeah. Of course. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a random memory. Right. I, 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 I specifically like that. remember I that. actually love those story, stories because it gives you a little more insight into like, you know, maybe why you, you are, are. Yeah, why yeah. you are, who you maybe, are, yeah. why you yeah. do certain things. But I think that's a good one for sure. And you mentioned like your parents both work. What do they do? 
Yeah, my mom was a like she owned like a tutoring business, like pretty much our whole lives. Mm. And so that's what she was doing: education, teaching piano, mm. um, typical Korean small business. And then my dad as well was doing a uh, private like roof roofing construction business. Mm. Um, a lot of you know Asian household dads would do things like that. So yeah, mm. a lot of hard work there. Uh, any like, did you have something? No, I'm just nodding along. I'm enjoying getting to know Scott better. Um, no, but I think that uh, that does tell me a lot. That 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 kind of uh, memory is what came to mind. Mm. Um, that I can see. There's a lot of hard work, a mm. lot of uh, a lot of toughness, like you're mentioning. We'll get into that. We'll, we'll get, get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. But um, you know, it's it's funny because I've known Scott for uh, several years now. Like good. Good handful of years now, but mm. I, I haven't really gotten to know Scott, you know? Not many people have, Shem. Not many people have. And that's why we have you here. That's why we have... Hopefully, we I'm can really break I'm really excited through. for this one, dude. Hopefully, we can peel really back some layers. Not too many layers, but yeah. I'm really excited. Okay. Um, but, I mean, let's get into that. Like, how did we meet? How did all three of us meet um, Scott? Um, uh, I, I, oh, I can go oh, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> so, funny story is... Um, uh, you know, I we have a lot of mutual friends. I was at FTC. Sure. Yeah, okay. um, you came a little bit later. At, you know, we could expand on that. But uh, th- there is a MySpace photo of, of you, Scott. And if you look at, look at the picture <laughs> right now, um, we also have uh, a young at church. His name is Johnny Kim. I always thought this is Johnny. Wow. Can you see the resemblance? Not at all. Well, Scott's so pissed right now. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. He's trying to <laughs> slightly triggered. He's trying to keep it cool I mean, for the I might not have been the best looking kid in the world, but I don't see the resemblance. I think it's just this picture. Um, but I always remember, like, oh, like, why is Johnny on like you know David Ju's top eight or whatnot? Mm, always mm. click. It's like, oh, Scott Yang. Who is this guy? So actually, before I actually met you, Scott, I knew you as like someone that looked like Johnny. Uh-huh. But then, you know, eventually down the, down yeah. the road, um, our paths cross. It's crazy how social media works, right? Like back then, face, uh, not even face, MySpace had the yeah. top top eight. Yeah. So actually, Shim, I actually knew about you too. Like, like prior to high school, like you were like one of those dirty D's guys. And I was yeah. like, who on earth is that guy? But yeah. you did kept, I saw you on, not on MySpace, but on Facebook. But mm. Facebook has that similar algorithm. Yeah. So mm. yeah, you were on always the top friend list. So it's funny. I just it's, I think it's, it's ironic. That is kind of funny. Yeah. So I mean that's how we met at FPC. Um, what what about this this year relationship? Of course, of course. I always bring this up to Scott. Yeah, Scott yeah never, let's hear it. Scott never uh, says he remembers it. Still but, don't. Uh, I believe so. I was in sixth grade. Were you in seventh grade at the time when you first joined YMCA? Yes. Oh no, I mean Eighth grade I was, or? So you may have stomped into YMCA in sixth grade, but I was there since second grade. I was doing all sorts of different programs. Wow. I was there soccer, I was there swimming. Fifth grade though. I don't know, but I ran, I ran, I ran the Y. Did you um, walk to the Y as well, or that one was actually you got dropped off. I got dropped off. That one I made the minimum, uh, mm-hmm. rate, you know, mileage to get yeah. dropped off. There. More than point four. Yeah, mental yeah. toughness. <laughs> A lot of mental toughness. I digress. I digress. Well, when did you start playing basketball? I want to see. That might have been seventh grade or something. That might have been seventh grade. Yeah. Case in point. So I think I met you when you were in seventh grade. I was in sixth grade. <clears throat> And at the time, you know, a lot of legends uh, playing at YMCA. We got David Jew, David mm. Jung. Mm. Um, I think Ted Ha started to make an appearance. Wow. 
man. A lot of legends. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of, of legends. A lot of legends. Lot of legends. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Scott Yang walks on the floor. Uh, for, never really played basketball before that, right, Scott? Right. And uh, we played against him. And I remember, uh, you know, like when you're playing basketball, when you're on the court, when, you know, all, the whole bench is cheering for like one player. When he catches the ball, you know, they're yeah. not so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No. So whenever Scott would touch the ball, the bench would go crazy. The bench would go, ah! Parents would go, ah! That's what I remember. Like, all right, okay. And then you could just tell, like, you know, he's not that good. Now, I mean, again, Scott, you, you know, right, 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 a lot, right. but I'm just talking about before. The look of uh, disgust on Scott's <laughs> And so he gets his ball, you know, and I remember it was down on the low block. He got it, like, back to the basket, and I was guarding. I don't, wasn't even really guarding. I was just putting my hands up because I knew, like, he wasn't gonna do much, and then he just flicks this ball over his head without even looking at the rim. Don't tell me it went in. Went, goes in, banks and goes in. That's right. So uh, crowd goes wild. He starts selling like this, and yeah. uh, that's how I first met Scott. Um, Scott doesn't remember it at all. Uh, that might be a dream, might be a dream, but it's yeah. just so vivid in my mind. I, I, I don't think it's a dream. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, like the first time I met Scott, and then after that, I mean. I guess we met at Sun Hills and got closer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Scott, do you remember making like a trick shot like that at the Y ever? Or I really don't, but I do. Sad, sadly, I do remember. If I'm playing, we're either up by twenty or down by twenty. So it's one of those exaggerations. <laughs> you were on Bombers team. I was on Bombers yeah, team. Shout so out to Jonathan Moon. Jonathan yeah. Moon. Yeah. We run it back. Dude, we were we played soccer together, basketball together. But yeah, yeah. Um, see, I, I remember it for sure. Yeah, I, and also shout out to David Jones. I mean, I really he carried carried us mm. every season. Mm. Um, Narajin, shout out Narajin. Oh yeah, I remember him yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Uh, there's another skinny Indian dude. Mukesh Mastala. Probably not. Relax. Relax. Okay. Okay. But anyways, yeah, that's that's kind of like the synopsis of how we met. Yes. So we're just kind of fast forwarding through it. But um, yeah, Scott, why don't we just pick it up, kind of from there? I guess junior high, high school. I mean, you did go to the Hall of Fame, Sunny Hills High School. That's right. Um, Talk to me about your experiences there, man. Yeah, to be honest, like high school, yeah, I mean, high school in general was not that exciting for me. Um, I was actually a pretty low profile guy. I wasn't too loud. I wasn't known for anything. Um, did, you walk, did you walk to Sunny Hills too or no? <laughs> you know what? Are, are, per- are you going to drag that to every location? Yeah, you, can drag, you can drag it. Yeah, actually, I'm curious. Actually, oh. yes. I walk, I, so I, like I told you before, backstory. I moved to Fullerton when I was in second grade. I moved around Fullerton mm. a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but always in the city of Fullerton. And like for some reason, I always ended up walk, like having a walking distance <laughs> to wherever my Maybe school that was. was Maybe, in- intentional. I think that was intentional from my mom. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know what it was. But yeah, I think the first two years of high school, mm. I, I walked. I, I lived in Amherst Heights. Gotcha. And so, yeah. And then you get your there. car. Yeah, we'll get to we can get to that later. Let's get but to that yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, so yeah, we I did walk until ninth, tenth grade, and then that's why I asked Chun. I need to. Well, know. I, that's why I'm asking him. Walk us through that time. Oh, good pun, good word, good wording. Yeah, yeah, but uh, high school's bit was you know, I think it's a different experience for different people at all like different angles, right? So oh, for wow. myself, it's like that's wisdom. <laughs> for me, like I said, I'm going to go back. I think my childhood really predicated on three networks. Like Disney so. Channel, Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network. Of like, course. 49, 48, 47. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, but I yeah, thought you were gonna talk about like different groups yeah. of friends. No, 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 no. no. My friends, my friends, Disney Channel, gotcha. Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. I gotcha. mean, really, like I what I saw and like I don't know if you guys remember on Nickelodeon, Ned's School for Survival Guide or some TV show on Nickelodeon. I, I remember, oh. yeah, yeah. But I, I really depicted like high school being like as Ned. such. Yeah, Ned, and I was Ned, like kind of that nerd guy trying to navigate through it, but. It was kind of anticlimactic. It wasn't like that at all. It's all Koreans. It's all Koreans. Maybe ten percent white. Got yeah. some Indians. Maybe you got that one, you know, super ethnic guy. Um, yeah. But let's yeah. keep it at that. Yeah, let's keep it at that in today's terms. But uh, really, <laughs> um, it was great. It was good overall. And you know, again, I think I met all my closest friends, mm. homies today that I still hang out with, which is rare, right? Like mm. you got a. You know, chances are you meet some person, you ask them if they're still friends, high school friends, and they're approaching their 30s, I don't know, 20, late 20s, 30s, they'll Most probably people, say no. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So, but me, it's yup. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really actually enjoyed it. I cherished it. Um, one thing I always like would bag my mom, my mom about is just like, again, she owned a tutoring business. So like for me, after school, instead of hanging out at like skate park or going yeah. to the mall, mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, I went straight to to uh, SAT Hot One studying, doing my homework, and doing more. <laughs> Shout out Mathnasium. Yeah. yeah. Love that. And it's just, it was, you know, now that I look back on it, I am thankful. But during that time, I was very, like, upset with it all the time. Yeah. So um, I feel like in that way, I, I got, like, I might be overdramatic here. I, I feel like I got robbed of the high school experience. Mm. But um, it might be overrated now that I look back on it. But, you know, what? always we play what ifs, right? So mm-hmm. um, that is something I would, like, want to take back and see, like, what I would do at that time, and so um, maybe it took you off the streets, hmm. the mean the, streets of Fullerton. The mean streets of Seven One Four Fullerton. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I took mean, you off. Took you out of Bob's. Yeah, I uh, still found my way there later. College Bob just yeah, yeah always has a way. Yeah, yeah. It does a gravitational pull. Yeah. Yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, what if you didn't get robbed of an experience, but you got another one? You know, <laughs> <laughs> think right. about it that way. You know, Shim, oh, I, I do think, I now that I'm growing up and maturing, I do think about it that way. But, wow. um, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny how life just works itself out, right? But you were saying, sorry, I cut you off, Scott. You were saying something, um, for those of you who don't know. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I noticed in your guys' podcast, it's a lot of, like, um, inside scoop stories. So for your outside listeners who don't know what Bob's is, that's... I was going to inform them, but maybe you've already talked about Bob's. No, 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 we right. haven't. Please, You're right. Please. Yeah. So for those listeners who don't know what Bob's is, it's uh, B.O.B. back of Barnes and Noble. Mm. So where we go to uh, high school, when we went to high school, Sunny Hills, there's like a little shopping plaza next door. Yeah. You know, long story short, we like wasted a lot of our youth <laughs> at, a, at a parking lot, just yeah. being obnoxious kids, yeah. making a ruckus and hanging out. So. Yeah, I, I always wondered why was it called Bob's? Like it's back of Barnes and Noble. Shouldn't it be Bobon? It should be like Bobon's Bob. Bobon, but yeah, just easier to say Bob. Much easier. Funny thing is, more like Bob's. Yeah, why? Just shout out Bob's though. Um, you just never know. Yeah, I I never lived in Fullerton, but I found myself there. Somehow. <laughs> Shout out Charles Wu would be, yeah. would be oh, there. Probably there right now. It's almost like a rite of passage at a certain age. If you're right. right. If you're in the area and you're Korean, probably got to go through. 100%, 100%. Okay, so Sunny Hills happens. Um, do you have any clear memory, like a single memory of Sunny Hills that you can touch on? If not, we could, we could walk right past that one. Oh, man. No, not really. Not like something that clearly sticks out. Um, you know, just have like 
Yeah. 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 Sadie's here, homecoming there. Exactly. Here, yeah. there. You Just know. Cookie cutter stuff. You yeah. know what, though? I, I, I want to go back to what you were saying. Come um, on. So, like, for. So, come on. A lot of high schools, like, take me for example. I don't okay. have too many friends from high school that I still keep in touch with, like, regularly. Sure. But something I've realized about Sunny Hills is you guys pretty much all keep your same high school network. Like, why do you think that is? Like, you, you guys, like, all still have, you know, Friendsgivings, all still hang out. We Maybe not. At least see each other, you know, pretty regularly. Or, like, one of your main networks. No, at least see each other, right? At least, like, see, at least each see each other. Yeah. It's, like, that's very rare. Um, do you, what do you guys think? Like, I, I have a hypothesis. Please, enlighten us. And my hypothesis is... You know, Fullerton is a great place. Yeah. Uh, you know, people go off to college, come back home sometimes, maybe stay in whatever college city they're at. Yeah. Uh, I would like to tend, or what? I would like to err more on the side of most of the people that went to Sunny Hills just kind of stayed in Fullerton. Uh, I think that was one of the benefits of it, or maybe downfall. So you can call Fullerton as a bubble, Sunny Hills as a bubble. Mm. You know, people would like to say that. I think it also is. Um, but yeah, a lot of people stayed here, so it's easier to connect with their high school friends. But also, I think, uh, you know, it's just a deeper connection, I feel like. Because in the end, it's a choice. It's a choice to keep the relationship. Um, just how you threw me to the side for like four years, and then we just came back because <laughs> oh, of this. Well, issues right there. Deeper well, issues. I mean, yeah, we're, we're trying to work it out through this podcast, so that's kind of why. podcast is actually, guests are an excuse for us to work out. Exactly, things. exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, what's wrong yeah. with you? But yeah, I mean, Scott, I don't know how you feel. No, about I, that. I agree. I think, especially about the bubble part, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a double-edged sword. Yep. Like, it brings people closer. Yeah. But then again, to venture outside of the bubble, it is, you know, it can be mm-hmm. different or yeah. challenging. And yeah. it's up to the people within the bubble to accept that challenge. Mm-hmm. I think I may be one of those people that really haven't ventured out. And I think something. Do you want to take up that challenge? Yeah. Have you ever thought about it? Or like. It's a great question. Do you see yourself living outside of Southern California? It's a really tough question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to be like, you know, a, daydream, a daydreamer and just, you know, mm-hmm. I always joke with my friends saying, hey, let's just really like, you know, housing market here is just absolutely insane. Let's just uproot <laughs> our yeah. lives. Yeah. Just plant it Where? in. But I'd be careful what I say on the on yeah. The, on, on wait, 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 I was gonna say like Bumsville, Texas. You know what I mean? Bumsville, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Population you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think you know, like I like to daydream about that yeah, and exactly. see what what ifs and what can. But I think like the reality is it's a lot tougher than that. Yeah. So you know, I want to be. Go ahead. What makes it so tough though? I think it's the community, right? Because I mean, uh, like we hear stories about people that we know in real life, and it's like they move. To X City X Y Z Zizix Road, right? Shout out, <laughs> yeah, right? Vegas. Yeah, shout out Vegas. Yes. And then you know they, they end up not liking it. They come back and you know we ask and it's like, yeah, there's no one around. It's really mm-hmm. lonely. So yeah, that's I think it's a huge point. Yeah, that's mm. what for sure, for sure. I love that. Um, well, let's kind of move forward now. So you're out of Sunny Hills. What was the plan? What were you kind of college career? What were you thinking as a 18, 19. Yeah, let's go senior year. Let's go senior year, play it out. Because I know this is a big, this is a big part of Scott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say that till this day, it's like a, it still plays a, a role in some day to day activities. But to this oh. day, to this day, yeah. Um, 
I actually have a funny story on this one. Come like, on now. yeah, eighteen, you know, seventeen years old, senior year, going, yeah. going to be eighteen, applying for colleges, yada yada. Yes, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? Mm-hmm. And like, till like even eight, you ask questions to seniors today, they probably don't know, like mm-hmm. get a majority of them. But I kind of knew, I kind of knew what really I wanted. Really now, well, yeah, where did I mean, that come from? I just knew that you know it was ingrained in my brain that I had to get a job and be successful and okay. um, you know hit the ground running, right? I, I feel like I. My, like my my way of thinking is like just less or zero room for margin or error okay and so for myself it's like what can i pick you know that's what i said i kind of i kind of i'm not trying to toot my own horn but like yeah. i felt like i was a little bit more woke in, yeah. in the career scene than mm-hmm. others were my age at that time. magnesium yeah <laughs> yeah no well, I mean, maybe it's a thing maybe uh yeah maybe uh-huh. it could be sorry um but yeah i i wanted i was like i was like back then i was going to my old family church uh Great Light Church, shout out GLC. Mm. Um, really looked up to one of my um, older young students, Patrick, who's a CPA. Mm. He is, and so he would tell me like, you know, what the accounting world would look like, and you know, mm. I felt like um, that's something I would have saw myself doing. Um, you know, so that's that. what I did, and so um, applied to colleges. Long story short, I got rejected to every single UC I applied for. <sighs> I did not apply. So students wow. here listening to this, apply to a backup school. Don't mm. be ignorant like myself where you thought you could make at least one or two of them yeah. so i didn't get to any of the ucs okay so i got accepted to the one back of school i applied for you know the heck of it and it was cal poly pomona so, oh mustangs yeah, uh broncos Bron- actually shout out broncos um great program great school but uh yeah i, I went there with the, with the declared major of accounting okay and uh yeah <clears throat> two years down the road I absolutely hated it. You didn't account for that. I did not account for that. <laughs> no. Um, like a funny story I have, I'll keep it real short. It was just like, I was struggling with my second year of like managerial accounting. I was just like, I don't know if this is for me. And then like, I was like, I, I was wrestling with it back and forth. Like, what yeah, do I do? Yeah. It was like, you're a sophomore going to junior. By junior, you should really know right. how that career yeah. track yeah. for your major. And so like in sophomore year, like I think it was one of the final mid or the midterms. It was just like the day before the professor was uh, review, reviewing for the yeah. exam. There were 20 questions on his study guide. We spent all hour and a half on one question. <laughs> and it had to do with like you accounting, you accounting peoples out there. Like it was like with credit and debit. Actually, that's real basic. It was like the amortized, some scheduled table. Okay, yeah, 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 that yeah, might be a finance rules, term. Uh-huh. But long story short, there was one question out of 20 questions we spent an hour and a half on and we didn't finish it. <laughs> and then... My professor, who if you guys watch SpongeBob, he looked exactly like SpongeBob's dad, like that old man with the mustache. <laughs> Love that. And he was like saying, "Hey guys, we're up. The time's up. But can you imagine doing some work like this for the rest of your life?" And he has like a sarcastic, yeah. sadistic laugh. <laughs> yeah. Just yep, exactly yeah. like that. And like at that moment, I was just like, "I got to get out of here. I'm mm. not doing this. I'm not going to do this major." And so I, uh, I had a, I, a epiphany. I had an epiphany, and then I, 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 I changed my major immediately. To to uh, operations and supply chain management. Wow. Yeah. I, I guess I guess we can say we uh, debited operations management and credited <laughs> credit. accounting. Uh, <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, you, what do you think that was intentional though? Like by the professor, like maybe it's a weeder class. It's a weeder weeding out I mean? class. Uh, you know, you're Jim. I'm a really woke well guy. I, I, I it is just general knowledge. I'm just awake right now. Oh, wow. Um, you know, that might have been it. And I was one of the 
inferior oh, ones. No, 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 no that's not what out. I meant. That's not, <laughs> the mental toughness is definitely not there. Physical, yeah. though. The calves oh. and the, oh. the hills. You're talking about yourself, yeah. Look at those things. Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, um, but let's let's go back to you. change your majors. It, isn't that kind of like the field you're in right now? Uh, yeah, it's exactly the field I'm huh. in right now. Yeah. Uh, and I really wanted to make sure we touched on this, but you work – your coworker is Jessica Alba. Well, not co-worker, but more like my boss's boss. Oh, so the a little CEO. different. CEO. Yeah. She's not the CEO, She's though. not the CEO. She's the chairman. She's like chief marketing officer. That's like her official title. CMO. You yeah. know, she plays the role as a founder. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. I just wanted to make sure our listeners, yeah, if they heard Jessica, I'm pretty sure their ears just perked up. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the kids born in the 90s. I mean, the, yeah. the Gen Z kids probably know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you changed your majors, and what was that journey like? Um, you, you. I'm assuming you graduated with that. Degree. I did graduate with that degree. How was that journey? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, you know, like I said, after I had that epiphany of not wanting to do accounting, I just quickly had to decide. I remember, I like I set myself a deadline of like 48 hours what I want to do um, moving wow. forward, and just like I knew I wanted to be in business because I, I was not cut out for engineering, any type of science. Mm teaching mm. i just i didn't have it in me i felt like and so i just literally that night googled for like four hours of what <laughs> career pick to do yeah. and what things yeah. and that and then yeah i just kind of fell into it and did my research on it and uh yeah it, it seemed like it was okay and yeah so far so kind of worked out for me love that love, love that. that so scott yes uh one thing that i will observe you know knowing you for x amount of years at the time i do remember you know your grind your your willingness to to take the internships to go out of your way uh to network and just just overall grind and i respected that at the time or i mean still do of course um but you had stops at like neutralite uh xyz company uh west central food central all right wow i'm impressed um and so you know you have a lot of these stops and i think you know your way of kind of grinding through it um again, was very respectable. So I just wanted to kind of get into back and see what was kind of like the driving forces of that, what influenced you to, to be like that, like like that, Scott, and just knowing, like you mentioned, like you were like, okay, I know when I go to college, like I've got to make money. I've got to make, yeah, I've got to make money. I've got to make it. I'm sorry, I was so riveted by your tone and yeah, you talking yeah. about that. What was the direct question? Just talk talk about I guess the like what? Yeah, like what? talk talk a little bit about the process, but I want to get into what more drove of the why. like more the, of the what's why. your why? What's what was why? your like why? more of the why of like why you were wired like that? Was there a certain thing um, that really got you woke? Like a book, something you heard? Yeah. Uh, I want to get into the wirings Ooh. of Scott Yang here. Dang, this is deep. I like that, man. I don't know if I want to venture into this. Let's venture into it, Scott. All right, I'm on the podcast right now. So I'm on the living room. Yeah, so I think I'm trying to think here, gather my thoughts. Gather. So, right, you know, I feel like a lot of Asian American kids can, and, you know, I say kids as we're all like in our 20s and late, mm. you know, into our 30s. Hey, relatively, relatively we're, still kids. we're still kids. That's right. You know, I feel like, again, I still I feel, feel like, like a kid. You are, but... Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> We're our parents' kids. Exactly. That's a turn off. So let me rephrase that. As Asian American youth, okay. like we definitely have seen 
I think at some point, all of our parents as immigrants struggle at Come some on, point. Yeah. Come on, man. And it's just like, you know, they always preach to us growing up, like, oh, don't do what we're doing. Don't, don't be a business owner. Mm. You know, get a stable job at a company. Mm. Get that benefits, that, mm. that 401k package, mm. uh, just that consistent lifestyle. And, you know, that way you have stability and be happy. And, you know, I was ingrained to think that was going to make me happy. And, mm. like, I think, um, you know, when I first got started out right out of college, um, just worked my first job. Like, I had that, right? I had mm. a mediocre salary. Um, you know, with benefits, you know, at the end of the day, I get to eat, I get to put food on the table and, yeah. you know, sustain myself and do that. So I think, you know, <laughs> like my six month in, I was like, I'm not having a good time right now. Like I'm I, straight up not I'm having straight, a good time. You know what I mean? I'm straight up not having a good time right now. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we, at some point we have to grow up. It's like, I can't just say I quit because then who's going to pay my bills. Yeah, but, right. and so I, I quickly realized like, you know, you have to do two things, right? You got to fend for yourself, A and B, mm. you know, do work that makes you fulfilled or makes you at least relatively happier and sustainable. Because if you're doing something you hate every day, it's just not sustainable. And it's just not good for you. Yeah. spiritually, emotionally, physically. So, um, you know, I, I, I've learned that organically. And I think, um, you know, for myself, I have long-term ambitions and goals and like how, how do I achieve that? And like, I'm a very black and white um, person. Mm, and like, facts. how do I, how do I get from point A to point B, what needs to be true. Yeah. Um, you know, if statements. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not very good with this if statements. I still try to stay away from Excel, but um but like in life, I'm in saying life, like if yeah. this and or you know yes. like it, it should be a yes, exactly. You know, <laughs> that's funny. Like I say that I'm like that, but I've been changing a lot more because now that I'm married and Ooh. you know my wife we'll touch, is, we'll touch that. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch that, that. Yeah. but like you know, uh shout out to my wife Grace, she always pokes phone at me saying like I'm an unemotional robot and yeah. like I'm just like beep boop bop. Like, You're that robot cooking SpongeBob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm really not. I actually have a lot of emotions. And, but, uh, and that's that. why we're here. I know, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, sorry to dilute sorry, your question. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just that respect and the grind. Watched a lot of entrepreneur like videos and things like that. Gary V. Gary V. Gary V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's every like young 20s kid's inspiration. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's had some solid points. But yeah, I, I realized like I, I wanted to just elevate myself and mm. again, I'm going to touch back to the, like the Asian household, Asian wow. heritage thing, wow. right? I think um, it's traditional for like some Asians and like Asian companies to stay with their companies and be loyal to them from yeah. the mm. cradle to the grave. Yeah. And I just feel like that's just not simply true, especially in America. Like I think, mm. you know, this is a, a market for now especially in 2021 like employees versus employers and so like i just i've just been learning a lot over the last like this pandemic really just mm. like how the market has shifted and like how we can like we as employees can stake our claims not maybe to all the way to the top per se but we have yeah. something called leverage that didn't exist in mm. my opinion a couple of years ago um and so i think uh given that mindset like even prior to that i was like making just these career jumps and you know Chun, you've done that a few times yourself and i'm proud of you for that so um yeah i i think that whole mindset is just like all there for me i'm still growing i haven't mastered this by any means mm -hmm. but uh humble i think a lot of it like i had this chip on my shoulder right um yeah. i faced two things i felt like i felt like racism and ageism i feel mm. like a lot of times in at work i would be one of the younger guys yeah and i would be looked 
you know, I, I honestly think about it, being looked down upon for like my age, but my skill set was just as great, if not greater, than some Speak of the folks on it. that had been there for whatever time they've been, decade or whatever. So um, I definitely felt like in my early part of my career, people viewed me as a threat. I was blockaded mm. in some ways, and so uh, that had that chip on my shoulder. I would like wanted to prove that to like people in, in new whatever new work environment I was in to not not be portrayed that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's made some improvements, but still have some, some work to do. But, uh, yeah, I think, um, that's kind of my mindset. Like I, I want, now that I'm, you know, getting older and becoming a little bit more seasoned in the mm. workplace, I want to remove that chip on my shoulder. Um, and I think it really has, I think, mm. um, yeah, that's starting to fade away. And like, again, I think I have like a face of like a child, especially in the corporate world. So like, I've been trying to grow up my facial hair. It's not... <laughs> No, not really. I yeah, when I say grow, I mean like not shave for like yeah. a week and a half. Yeah. And then it just ends up becoming scratchy and like yeah. unpresentable. I feel Prickly hair. Yeah. yeah. So, so like one of those things where I'm still trying to figure out, yeah. do I, you know, do I add like white, like do I spray paint my hair a little <laughs> Just gray? for men? Yeah. Just for men? Wow, to okay. Add some grays? Do I get a tattoo? Yeah. Like, why, why, why don't you follow my flow? Uh, the hair loss flow. <laughs> this took a radical turn. I mean, like yeah. there was a lot of wisdom yeah, being yeah, yeah, dis yeah. dispersed yeah. by Scott, yeah. and I think there's a lot of good points that if we, you know, kind of wrote it out, this would be a five-hour podcast. But um, I, I want to go back to you said you have a chip on your shoulder, but that was because you had this long-term ambition and goal. If you don't mind, like, what are some of those goals, ambitions? Yeah. Um... I don't want to make this too much of like a podcast of like of like financial stuff. Oh no, like, it doesn't yeah. have to be. But yeah, well, we, we want to touch yeah. on it. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah think exactly. Have, I mean, long long story short, like I want to be, I don't want to be tied down to a single mm. job, and I want to own my own time. I want to be independent. I want to choose what I do with it. Um, you know, like whether it's to work more hours or less hours, or if I have a family one day, spend more time with kids or. Do yeah. something else. Flexibility. Yeah, or like, you know, you know, as you know, as believers in the church, like do more of God's work or, you know, yeah. Utilize that time for more. Things like that. I mean, you know, people will say, Well, Scott, why don't you do it now? It's a fair question. I'm just again, I'm just answering the question of what would I like to do in the right. long term future. Yes. So. Right, right. You know what, Scott, I, I think uh, knowing you again, of course, I think you are a prime example of where hard work meets opportunity. You know, you, you see opportunity, you take advantage of it. And in that hard work side, what we love to do here at the Living Room Pod is, you know, we get to see all the outers. We see, oh, Scott Yang got this promotion, got this new job. And we see the out, outside, you know, yeah, kind exterior. of celebration, exterior, stuff like that. Uh, what I love to do is to dive into the innards. The innards. Dive into yeah. what made Scott, we, you know, we touched on it a little bit, like hard work and Asian household and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, like... Could you touch on something? Because I'm kind of like even thinking of myself. Like, could you touch on a, a moment or do you have a moment when you were younger? And I know your dad was a blue collar worker. Your mom had a tutoring business. So she's like her, yeah. her private owner, stuff like that. And so was there a, a moment in time where you're like, man, looking back at it or even at when you were a child, like, man, my parents really work hard. Like, I need to carry that with me. Definitely. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, was there like, a, are you asking if there was like a pivotal moment in time? Or? Yeah, was there a moment? Could you could you recollect the moment, or is it just kind of like the whole 
alive just being in that house? I mean, I think it was just a culmination of things, right? Like, I think, like I said, as Asian American, like, like second gen kids, like seeing our parents like struggle day in day out, like it's like we see that, and so like not only do we want to better ourselves, but we want to like make sure that their sacrifices were counted for, and yeah. so yeah, it's just like you know, it's just the culmination of things, and uh, trying to see like what i'm trying to say there's like a pivotal moment but if you don't it's, it's fine it's just a question <laughs> it's just a question no, you it's know? good it's, it's good question. Mm. yeah i think yeah just like in terms of like how in like in high school you know my dad passed away i was 16 and stella was like 15 and having my mom just being that single supporter just seeing her like just grind every day like mm. just for us to get to have a shot at uh you know doing life and just, uh, you know, going to school, making sure we have food on the table, uh, a place to sleep. So like that really motivated me uh, mm. every day, really. That was like a yeah. huge uh, point of my like shoulder that I had to carry. But uh, yeah, I think like, but I never saw the, the quit in my mom. So mm. yeah. Hey, something about like Korean moms, man, like, it's both parents, but I just feel like, especially like, I think us all being dudes too, when we see our moms kind of putting in that work, telling us like, it's okay, like I'm not hungry, and doing all of that stuff. Yeah, man, that's, and I'm sure listeners can kind of um, empathize and relate to that as well. But yeah, I mean, especially you know in your story too, and just kind of seeing that concrete model right there. I'm sure that explicitly implicitly just kind of affected you uh, definitely yeah mm. shout out to korean moms man they're like <sighs> come on yeah like especially my mom she's like not like the oh otherwise so like mm. she was never like that she was like always like calm cool, collected but i know like inside like she yeah. wants to do that but like i don't know maybe she had to play like a paternal role mm -hmm. while i was like you know in my teens and going to college so yeah that's uh that was a huge till this day it's a, it's a huge driver for me sure. so yeah, mm. shout out to Korean moms and I mean Korean Asian Asian household Asian parents, households. Asian immigrants, just like uh, what they represent and like how we should carry your like I want everyone every parent's sacrifice not to be in vain and so like mm. I try to I personally try to strive for that. I think a lot of like my, my friends and the family do as well and so yeah. That's why I think yeah, Korea number one, baby. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing, bro. Korea uh, number one. Korea number one and what a great segue into, we can't be talking about Scott Yang without talking about Grace Yang. Jeez, um, yes. Grace Yang. It's such a good segue. That, it's just clear for me to take. You're getting better at this I one, know, John. I know. Um, but yes, um, for all the ladies listening, sorry, Scott's off the market. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, um, this man is taken. Uh, he is a proud husband. Wow. And, and, and I, li I like the story. Um, I think... I was I was still at PC when you were you were, you were. in the in those stages of you know courting sure. and sure. kind of getting to know her. For sure. As much as you're comfortable with sharing, talk talk to us a little bit about Grace. How'd that how'd that happen? Super organically, um, especially in today's society. Yeah. We met through a dating app okay. called Coffee Meets Bagel. CMB. What year? What year? <sighs> I met her. 
2015, my like as I was my senior year in college. You're an wow. early adopter. Of 2015. CMB. I was a pioneer user yes. of uh, this dating applications. That this was a time when it was frowned upon, and people Honestly, like Daniel Chun. Funny story. Funny story. Real quick. <laughs> While I was, you know, dating my now wife yeah. through the the CMB app, yeah. you know, Daniel Chun, who didn't know at the time. You know, we were actually uh, getting Boba, Boba one, time. One, at Boba time on a Sunday afternoon. Yep. He just brought up the question about dating. And yeah. he looked at me dead in the eye and said, hey, Scott. He said, quote, how desperate would you have to be to try a dating app at this point in your life? <laughs> and in that split second, I had to make sure my emotions and my yeah. face was not caught off guard. Yeah. And I just told him outright, pretty desperate, man. Yeah, pretty desperate. You, you swallowed your pride. I swallowed my pride. What's wrong with yeah, you, John? I... I Hey, you know what? I made many mistakes in my life. <laughs> uh, I want to publicly apologize to Scott Yang. Yeah. Uh, he was way ahead of our time. Yeah. Way ahead. Of, this is pre Shark Tank CMB. Yeah. This is pre. Look, look who pre, has a wife and who doesn't. And I, yeah. I know. That, I mean, that's what it is, right? And I think. Look uh, who's laughing now, right? Yeah. 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 I, Wait, I'll take but, it right on the chin. But the, 2015, so you're what, 22, 23? You're yeah. not even that. I'm not even that old. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and at the time, like people think now, it's like okay, online dating, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, I, I'm serious. At the time, it was like it was it was, it was very of, taboo. Not it was pretty taboo. I don't know about taboo. taboo. It, wasn't it, tab it was just it was it was newer. It was newer. It was new. Okay, like okay. we were past the stage of like paying for Christian Harmony. mingle. Christian Harmony. mingle. Like, oh, we were for past sure. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it was for it sure. Was, it was on its way to a revolution. We needed a trailblazer like you, Scott. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I just want to apologize though, but um, with that being said, you know, you, you guys go on your first dates. Uh, was there a certain, did Grace ever mention to you, like, what was it about your profile that made her match with you? Was mm. it the pictures? Was it a certain answer? Uh, give, give us some dudes, some type of like wisdom and what kind of answers we can put yeah. on our online profiles. I mean, when I asked her that question, I kid you not, it was the most, sorry, Grace, non-deep, non, -deep, non empathetic yeah. answer like Love it was just own. very just yeah in my opinion very like elementary she yeah. said i looked nice a profile said christian and i was quote taller than her hey, and that's why not? and I also yeah. for you short guys like i'm like myself i'm five seven all I'm the five here. seven and under guys I'm, here. I'm there here's a here's a hint for you guys and ladies don't listen to this but for the dudes out there on their profile just add an additional inch of height okay <laughs> Just add it. It's gonna make a huge difference yeah. because five eight looks like a lot better than five seven. And yeah. once the girl meets you for dinner and you're standing at five seven, what is she gonna do? Run away? Yeah. No, she's not. She's it, could, it could go really right, or it could go yeah. really wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Like, like she could. She's not gonna turn down a free meal, That's right? True. No, she's not. Like she'll sit with the five seven. Maybe not yeah. a free second meal though. <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, you risk the like, oh, is this 5'8? You know, that kind of like. It's your risk yeah. worth taking. I mean, and you just, now. you win them over with your charm, it, exactly. personality, all that. Exactly. And plus, if that. she's counting your height anyway, she's not the one for you anyway. Ooh, like, let's go. Yeah. Wow. So, Christian, you look nice and just taller. So, yeah, okay. just stay away from like any like shirtless photos unless you really have like a like, really good, really good body. Like, okay. I'm not in that category, so. Okay. No, so shout, shout out to all the females, man. I mean, very why, why can't there be more females and males like, like Grace Yang? Scott? I mean, Grace Yang. Grace Yang. Yeah. She has three, check, three checklist items. 
most of us have 32. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you guys dated for a while. What made you like know kind of like, hey, I'm going to pop the question. I'm going to ask her wow, to be my jump forever. Right into that. Wow, jump right into it. Okay. Huh? What, what, I mean, tell some stories along the way that kind of brought you there. Was it forced, forced my way or brought my way? I'm sorry. Uh, you tell me. I'm just you, kidding. You Grace. told me. No. Uh, oh, let's get deep for a second. Come on. Yeah. Like, was there yeah, a certain yeah. moment or certain times that like was like, oh, like that grace? You know what's so funny? Just like more. I feel like in my like life, there's never just like when you ask, when someone asks me, is there a moment in time? There's always, my answer to that is always, it's a culmination of things. Wow. It's just like the sequencing of stuff. And so for me, to answer this question, it's just like after dating her for like three, at that point, three and a half years, like. We started just seeing what the future would look like, mm-hmm. and again, uh, she, I think she this, she was she was very mature for her age, even at that time. She oh. just like she already knew what she wants. She's like, I want to get married by this age, wow. and start my family by this age. Wow. And you know, we haven't hit those milestones. But are you on track though? Uh, with the revisions that we made, yeah, we okay. are we're still on track. Um, flexible, I like that. Yeah, flexible flexibility is very key in relationships. But wow. um, uh, I won't go into detail. Marriage counseling yeah. or relationship yeah. advice. Ooh, I'm, I'm not an expert. Notes. I'm taking notes. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, I was just like seeing how mature she was and she like, yeah, I, I feel like I was an immature kid when I first started dating her. And I think that's what every good woman does to a guy. Like mm. they just like shape them and mold them. Mm. I learned this through, through counseling, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it's it's true. I think we, we shape each other. But uh, yeah, I think it was just like at a certain point in time, it's like, um, so you have, have you guys ever watched uh, Wong Fu? The yeah. Strangers again? Ah, uh, classic. Yeah, classic, right? There's actually some truth behind that. Like, yeah. you, you know, it's a little bit dramatized, but like at a certain road, it's like, what do you do? Do you keep dating or do you get married? Or right. Or well, explain that to us because I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, what was, uh, what was the whole thing? No, I mean, it's just like, you know, boy, girl, or whomever it is, yeah. like they, you know, you keep dating, they have those different stages of honeymoon and comfortability and then and all that. And it's like, you know, you either. There's a couple of decisions you can make. There's a couple of decisions you you can just. The worst one is stagnate and just just be yeah. at homeostasis and just being content with one another. Oh, yeah. And that causes, you know, types of emotions, and you can either break up or you can really take it to the next level. Yep. And just at that moment, it's like for every dude, it's like mind blowing. Like mm. you can you can connect deeper. Yeah. And then, yeah, get married. Yeah. Now, oh wow. I'm, I've really simplified, oversimplified it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, with my relationship with her, I was able to find that next level. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, that's you're that's very like process, like I'm very process oriented. Process oriented. Yeah, sequencing, flow yeah. charts. That's I'm, hmm. And I think you and I are kind of similar in very that similar way. Like, it's I find like, a lot of similarities between us. Too. Hashtag, hashtag, where's, hashtag where's my shipment? Yeah. <laughs> What 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 is this inside joke? Tell us about where's my shipment. It's just import export. I don't know. Just dealing with shipment. No, I don't know what that was about. I don't know. Sorry, shipment. I just just throw things. No, I know. It's like for us. It's like it just hey, very organic. It happens. Chun, he sees like one inspirational video and he comes in. Right. Kind of, kind of like. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. It's just how we're wired. Oh, okay. We're just built different. Okay. Okay. We're built different. Well, I have a question. I have another question. So. Okay, we're kind of made our way into marriage. marriage. Um, you're married, married on paper, wedding celebration ceremony coming up. Yes. Uh, yes. February. 
June. June. Uh, yeah. June, June 11th. June 11th. Yes. June 11th. Sorry. Um, Happy birthday, okay. Billy. Happy birthday, Billy. So you guys have just celebrated your one year anniversary of your yes, year, right? That's right. Okay, Scott. So tell me this. Uh, after being uh, after being married to Grace Yang for a year now, what uh, about her? After marriage, after marrying her, makes you love her even more. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like this is a very like cliche answer, but Stop it. it's no, just get deeper. But it is deep. It, it, like it's true. Like okay. uh, the sacrifice that the the lady or the wife has to make. Like, give me an example. Give I me just, an example. Oh man, there's too many. I, I just, <sighs> give me one. Just I give me one. That. I need that. Uh, I feel bad. Like she has to deal with me. It's <laughs> a big sacrifice. Like, it's a huge sacrifice. Like I, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it on open radio here. Like yeah, my. I'm cons- I'm considered a little bit on the HM set. What? HM higher maintenance, you know. Whoa, Not wow. high. Do you notice I said higher? Yeah. Higher it's all relative. Relative. All relative. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, she deals with, you know, me as a person and like Is there a specific example you can touch on though? I, I want I like specifics, huh? Okay, cooking. Okay. I hate to cook. Okay. She always cooks. Okay. Love that. And she does it catering to like my Your taste, taste. Oh. not her taste. Like, yeah, I have certain requirements. Yeah, which are not too salty, not too sweet. <laughs> um, you know, with Korean food, something called hanchan, yeah. like different side dishes. Like, yeah. if I just have one rice and one soup, no. that's not going to cut for me. But no for way. Grace, yeah, that's going to be good for her. But yeah. for me, it's just like I see. And so, she, knowing that she does, she goes the extra mile for me, and wow. it's just like wow. Um, I feel like, you know, I see like some, some, sometimes I see Instagram stories and I see like sometimes some husband posts some wife's food. It's like, hey, look what babe made for me. And I'm yeah. like, that's, that's it? it? Oh, like, yeah. Why did you even post that? That's, that's, <laughs> that's awful. That's awful. Sorry. Yeah, uh, that's just, that's no, just no, how no. I feel. It's just like, that's just how great of a person Grace is. Yeah. And wow. like for me, it's just like, I don't want to post stuff on my a story because like it just, people you don't think I'm show spoiled. Up. I don't yeah, want to show, show people up. People think I'm spoiled. So, for whatever reason, yeah. like, you know, my wife wants me to show it. I'll do it occasionally, yeah. you know, of course. you know, because she needs to be appreciated through yeah. social media. But other than that, like, yeah, that's just one of those examples of sacrifice. That's just like really a, like, yeah, that's just one. Of that's just example. one. Yeah. I know there are plenty, but that's just one. Yeah. But that's, that's when you feel like really loved. I do. Yeah. Favorite like, panchan go. From her or just my favorite panchan? Both. Period. Is it both. Oh, um... Uh, this could be a dangerous question, actually. From well, her, from no, her, no, from no, her. Just, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, rapid fire question. My goodness, very much. Like, yeah. oh, like, I don't know if Jigas is not considered panchan. No, so. no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, keramari, like egg, okay, okay. Egg okay. Egg okay. Stuff, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, oh, I'm, I'm, China. I'm looking forward to like that too. Really, <laughs> it's just a really important in your early stages of yeah. relationship. Like, make sure, like. We're on the same page. You're on the same page. Like, if she likes, she, she really doesn't like to cook. Like, you're going to have to learn. You're going to, you yourself, I'm going to have to learn. She, unfortunately, she she likes cooking. So okay. I already, I knew, like, this is going to work out. Follow up question Do you do the dishes? I do the dishes majority of the time. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to lie radio. Like, there are times where she, that's what I'm saying, sacrifice, yes. right? Oh, yeah, sure. Sometimes she'll do both. Jeez! All inclusive. All inclusive. That's wow. when you put her on. Put put her on the story for sure. Yeah, that's when I do on the story. And then that, that's wow. when I'm on thin ice. Like I gotta behave. Cause, yeah, Dude, like, people pay a lot of money for all inclusive, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's an expensive ask. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
I mean, while we're while we're here, like that that's one aspect. Um, what is one way that Grace has actually um, taught you or shown you something about Come yourself? On, what is she? You know, there's got to be at least one thing, right? Come on. Yeah. Oh man, um, something that comes out of my head is like taught me is just like prioritizing family. Mm. Um, do I do it? Probably not as much, but she has shown me like she really prioritizes her family. Um, mm. Whether it's you know calling her mom every day or helping you know her parents out with certain errands or tasks or mm. anything her sister needs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like sometimes you know. I tag along with it and you know like it's not like I don't see it at first for face value but then when I see like the happiness it brings her to her parents and her sibling like I can really see like she's just such a mm. like family first type mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. so um even with her like friends she's just so like loyal and like does stuff for them like yeah it's uh yeah it's very yeah it's very impressive mm. and, definitely yeah. definitely and I, sorry I, I mean I've, I've seen Grace Yang at church, you know, she, you know, attends FBC now. I've only known her, I don't know, I have no idea, two years, one, one year, I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, she attends FBC now. Just kind of the way she serves, like, without grumbling, I think is very uh, respectable, like, I'm very appreciative. So Grace Yang, if you listen to this, thank you so much. Your stuff mm -hmm. does not go unnoticed, so mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. Um so I was going to ask a question. And again, classic chunk fashion, I completely forgot it. Goldfish. The snack that smells right back. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Well, I mean, I, I have a question if you don't mind, Chun. Maybe you can gather yourself. Please. Uh, I mean, you're talking about um, how, you know, Grace is very family oriented. Um, Chun was saying that as he was doing some research for this episode, um, he was looking through your Facebook and you said... You can only find like hacks from um, Stella. Come like, on, now. Hey, I'm the best sister. Stuff sister. like that. Um, let's speak on that, Scott. What's that relationship did, like? That, that actually kind of goes into that, what I was thinking, my thoughts. Go and ahead. And my question. Go ahead. Well, we'll speak, we'll speak to that, Stella. Uh, because, yeah, that's what I've been noticing. A lot of Stella hacks. But also, you guys would post pictures of each other. And I know... I know you, Scott, personally, for sure, you don't like to get super sappy online yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, there comes a time and place, like even on IG, you have <laughs> you have a picture. Yeah. It's like, I don't do these posts very often. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And then on Facebook, I see that. And like it's childhood pictures of you and you guys mm. or you and Stella. And so, um, yeah, tell us tell us a little about a little bit about you and Stella and your relationship. And yeah. Wow. Dang, circa like 2007 on those Facebook posts or what, Shim? I mean, yeah. I think she would hack my, like, it's like whenever I'm out and about and like mm -hmm. I have my Facebook login, you know, it's like, haha, I'm going to hack Facebook. Yeah, it's super cute. Yeah, just like maybe that was her way of just getting my attention or. Ooh, yeah, you yeah, think maybe? maybe? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Um, But yeah, that was like something she did as a prank or mm. something, but. Um, Trying, I'm just trying to address the, what the statement that you made earlier, Shim. So yeah. that's I vaguely remember that, but that's what she would do. And mm. aww. Um, yeah, aww. but um, yeah, what was? Can tell you're very uncomfortable right yeah. now. No, I'm really not actually. I'm actually comfortable. I'm just trying. I, 
it's getting late in the evening. I'm, I'm, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm forgetting the, the question again. What, it, what it's just, just kind of like, you know, your, your relationship with Stella. Are there some certain fond memories about her? Something you can just share with yeah. our listeners about yeah. Stella that would describe her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. We were not like the, oh, I love you, brother. I love you, sister type yeah. of vibe. We were, I almost treated her like a younger brother, which, you know, I apologize yeah. now. Like, yeah. Come on, but yeah, I mean. And honestly, it made her a tougher human being. So. All about mental toughness. Yeah, mental toughness. So yeah. she's a strong girl. Like, yeah, I mean, she's you know, she essentially uprooted out of her life here in SoCal, moved over to the East Coast, and wow. she's doing really well for herself. Uh, you know, I never tell her this enough, but I'm still I'm proud of you. You are you are uh, making something of yourself. Uh, I know I challenge you, and you know you take the challenge, and mm. yeah, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I love that. Yeah, Give a like, good yeah, old yeah. pat on the back. Pat on the back. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, well uh, done. Fun, funny note. People say that Stella and I look exactly alike, 100%. and she hates hearing that. So every time she comes back Sorry. from Boston, yeah, I go like, "Hey, Stella, you know, you look like me, just with the way, you know, that oh, all, all, all chaos ensues <laughs> after that." But um, you think it's better if um, people say, "Hey, Scott, you look like Stella," or "Stella, you look like Scott," because there's a difference. Yeah, no. You, but what she's the compliment she's getting right now is not a compliment for her. So it would be better if people yeah. tell me I look like my yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah. But true. I'm the firstborn, so I mean I have it's the all, first. All relative. All relative. Is time relative, really? Uh, it's okay. a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um Yeah, I mean what we've we've covered your childhood, your career, your journey to how you got here. How did you come to this road? A little bit of your family. Um, uh, Scott, I know you're a listener. You know about what time it is. I don't think he knows. Uh, I'm a part-time listener. Part-time I don't, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows this coming. Well, uh, we're going we're gonna to come to a landing on this, on this plane, and we have a couple questions we ask all of our guests. Great. So, Chen, you want to do the honors? Of course. Like I mentioned before, here on the Living Room Pod, you know, we, we see a lot of the exterior, right, Shen? Yep. And our job here is to bring out the interior. Yeah. Interior bring design. Out, you know, the whys. Bring out uh, the certain experiences that shape a person. Yeah. And what we like to ask for all our li- or all our guests, all our listeners is, Scott, what was the hardest moment of your life? Oh my god. Let's get a living room. Let's get a living room. Because I, I know I love Scott because you know such, I, I don't think I've ever had really had many conversations with Scott down to the deeper levels. Mm. And I really appreciate these times before you even speak. So let's get a living room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hardest moment in my life. Hardest moment of Scott Yang's life. It's a great life. Great life. Yeah. Hardest moment of it. It's a fair question. Mm. <sighs> Tension is crazy right now. So dumb. There is thin. Thick. I don't know if it was the hardest moment of my life. Well, it probably was. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's relative, right? I mean, I think God might provide even a harder moment in my life. Sure, yeah. yeah. But I guess if this was an interview question, a very challenging time in my life yes. was obviously when, you know, our, our 
my dad passed, you know, suddenly, it was actually pretty suddenly, mm. and, like, we just weren't ready for it. Um, yeah, I think the hardest moment was, like, just seeing my mom, like, just, like, I, like, she didn't know what to do. I remember, mm. like, there was a certain moment in time when I was in high school, she just, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a very difficult time for her, and, like, for me, it's just, like, my mom always knew what to do. Like, she's, mm. like, like, I've always seen her, like, get back up. But there was this moment in time where, she wasn't able to get back up for a short, and she eventually did, but I just remember during that short period of time, like, it was hard for me to see that, and mm -hmm. so, like, for me, it was, like, that's, I think, a lot where, like, my chip grew, and I was just, like, like, in those moments, I have to be able to get the rebound and, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, pick it up, and so, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it was just, like, uh, yeah, it was, there was a certain moment in time during, during that period, um, and just seeing, like, her, like, essentially, like, I looked up to as a superhero like knowing what to do all the time didn't yeah. like that was hard for me to see but um you know I think that's part of just growing up right like you know your parents aren't perfect and mm -hmm. you know there are going to be times that you know as I'm getting older and she's getting older now like I'm seeing more and more that where that responsibility lies mm -hmm. and, and I mean like it's tough to see that but just objectively like losing your dad like that's just tough it was tough yeah you know i mean i i i wish i could empathize yeah um obviously i can't but just kind of thinking about that and it's not like it happened when you didn't really understand what was you're in your team right there was that relationship yeah it kind of it just compounds right like it was it was definitely a domino effect a lot of compounding factors there and so yeah it was i think well yeah molding times there yeah mm -hmm. so was there uh anything that your dad taught you growing up that still sticks with you you know like typical he was a typical korean dad mm -hmm. very seldom i mean you know, what does that mean, what does that mean for so for you non-korean folks out there like you know hard shell guy mm -hmm. kept himself you know he like I say, he worked in the roofing business, so he would wake up at like 5 a.m. He'll be leaving the house by 5.30, comes back at like past dinner time, and like mm -hmm. he's just like so tired, he would just knock out on the couch after eating dinner. So like essentially no parent-child development like mm -hmm. thing going on there. So I wish I had like a cookie-cutter answer like saying, my dad taught me how to work hard and mm -hmm. you know, smile every day and bring in your best. But like it was, he did show that, right, through other uh, through other ways mm. um, but I guess one thing like my dad like had taught me is just like just to be like you know to be a man of the house um, get your you know things in order with the family did he always do it the right way no but you know overall I think that's what he taught me and like uh, just yeah just having that like mentality of just like working hard but again I feel like a lot of like Asian household parents um, taught that but I think it's a very important value we see, we see it maybe in different ways, but yeah. we all see it. We all see it. We all see it. Scott, uh, there's another question that we ask all our, all our uh, guests, and it's... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm ready. I know you know this one. Let's go back to Scott Yang walking to school. Um, you're walking to maybe Laguna Road, Sunny Hills, wherever it might be. Let's go back to young Scott Yang. Knowing everything that you know now, mm. what would you tell that guy? What would you tell that kid? Oh my gosh. I dream about this all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
I would if so if I like me today go back in time and tell him yeah mm-hmm. which one like senior year Scott Yang or sixth grade Scott Yang which yeah, one sixth grade sixth grade sixth grade sir okay yeah I would say like back then I was a very shy kid literally zero confidence um, just don't know where like yeah I don't even know where I get it these days but I don't know um, but yeah what's the opposite yeah, nowadays, but hey, come okay. on yeah come it's on, quite sorry. a little bit the opposite today but uh, <laughs> I would tell him hey don't be afraid to make mistakes like Ooh. you know like people will tell you certain things have to be done this way um, you know you don't always have to take that for full face value like if you want to challenge it like do it like mm. why does why does like why do you have to go into <laughs> a Ivy League school? Yeah. Why do you have to get married by twenty five? Ooh, yeah, like, that one might might need to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, just cha- you you know challenge yourself. Don't be afraid to just fail and grow and just yeah broaden your horizon mm. yeah that's what i would say and again don't be scared and um I, i've had a slouching problem like in my whole life as a kid even today oh, really? so like one thing is just to raise your chest oh, up yeah. yeah like raise your chest yeah. and be you know like my friend david Jew would say say it with your chest say it with your chest yeah. say it with your chest right yeah. so like just have that um higher level of confidence really and just uh yeah, just you know it's funny Scott is uh, I remember like there was this season where you take this really seriously and you'd hold your phone like I still do <laughs> I still do like literally eye level yeah do you want to look like Hunchback of Notre Dame I don't yeah. and that image always sticks with me yeah. and you were you did not compromise like yeah. I uh, I said because stuff. it's uh-huh. like your spinal health yeah. or two seconds of someone you don't even know out the outside yeah. to target judging you if like yeah. taking a selfie I'll take the I'll take the former. Yeah, L five L four. Right, wow, right, that's big picture thinking for sure. Mm. Well, I mean, Scott, uh, I know uh, you said no personal questions, um, but we're Chun and I, our producer over there as well. I'm sure we're glad that you obliged us, that you entertained us. Yeah, um, I, I didn't think I had a choice, so I just uh, <laughs> you know next time I'll lawyer up. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the pod and. Uh, no, yeah, and, and we don't want to just end it there. Like, Chun and I, we all, it's been a while since we've had a guest properly in here. It's true. But we like to kind of give some thoughts, give some maybe even encouragements if we're feeling nice. Um, so, I don't know, Chun, any thoughts from our hour and a half that we've had? With Scott? Wow. Uh, Scott Yang. Uh, you know, I, I, I do appreciate my brother Scott. I think, uh, you know, although we are very different personality-wise, I feel like we do see eye to eye on certain things, and just seeing how Scott. Uh, I, although I don't really know Scott that much in high school, not too much in depth, but like as as he started coming out to FBC, uh, started getting to, getting to know him a little more. Like as we both like just kind of going through life, I think I what I really appreciate about Scott, man. What I really appreciate about Scott is I feel like this is kind of if, if you know Scott, I think he can come off as prideful. Oh. He could come off that way. Like if, if you're looking from like the outside. 
And I'm just being straight. I'm just being in the living yeah. room here. And uh, I think there's a lot of depth within Scott that people, uh, of course, that a lot of people have, but people don't really see or get to tap into. So that's why I'm very appreciative that Scott has come on mm. here, but also just seeing the one-off conversations while we're getting Maggie's and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, very, very mature guy. Uh, so I just want to say I respect you. I appreciate you. And uh, I respect the hard work. Take advantage of the opportunities. I also want to say, uh, let's go bowling. Classic wow. Chun deflection right there. Yeah, yeah. deflect. Yeah. No, but no, thank you for those words. Mm. Hey, I, I'm just realizing this is the first time we're recording with the guest all in person. Um, I mean, we had that season finale, but having... Uh, Having the hardest moment of your life uh, shared in person, it kind of hits a little bit different. Um, and, I, you know, I was aware, Scott, of just kind of, I think, secondhand, you know, or just kind of like in passing at her, but to kind of hear you share that too. Um, I really, on live radio too, you know? <laughs> like, you almost cried too. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, but uh, it's, uh, it was really, um, really tough. <laughs> That's my default word right there, but I really appreciate you kind of coming on and sharing. Um, and yeah, I think even though like I'm not at FTC anymore, like whenever... Speaking of which, yeah, I mean, the jig is up, right? So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it's I'm in too deep now, Scott. I, I can't get out. No, we'll get you out of there. <laughs> but, um, no, I always I'm appreciate, you know, whenever I stop by, Whenever, you know, we see each other a lot more frequently now these days. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that we can vibe in, in terms of our humor, um, our more sophisticated humor. It's really elevated with the things Shim and I have. It's yeah. something I really appreciate. Okay. Why are you talking to me? Why are you, why are you speaking that to me? Oh, because you're not at this level. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, so, Shim, tell me yeah. tell me one thing you learned uh, today, just speaking with Scott. Um, there's still, uh, well, I think... Number one, um, I gotta find me a girl like Grace. Um, I learned that. Wow. Um, but uh, so seriously, I think there is a lot more depth to Scott. Um, and I think, um, and our producer there is saying that Grace is the greatest gift Scott has received next to Jesus Christ. So, hey, confirm or deny? Uh, confirm, confirm. Confirm. So, I, I'm gonna say is there's a lot more layers. Maybe we'll get into them. In the future, maybe not. Tres leches. Tres leches. Maybe seven layer dip from Costco. Love seven layer dip. It's a really good one for uh, Super Bowl parties. But hey, uh, as we come to a close, Scott, do you have any words for maybe the living room pod or our listeners? Any any plugs you want to do before we get out of this living room? Yeah, no, I just want to say living room pod. Thanks for having me here. You guys, I saw like I was hesitant to come on because I just saw the the all-star roster that came out prior to me joining, like, getting on this podcast. And so, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm just glad to be part of the, uh, the overall collection here. What is this? Season two? Season, season two. two. Season Episode two. two. Episode two? S2E2. S2E2? Okay. S2 E2. I'm, I'll ride with that one. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's just really good to be out here and just talking to, to you guys, you know, getting on a deeper connection, even though I was resistant about it at mm. first. So, yeah. Felt like a therapy session, really, but not, but not. Yeah, at the same. That's time. the beauty of it, man. We're just here in the it's living room. 
It's just, it's just life. life. It's life. That's life. What are you going to do about it, man? Run 15 miles? That's life. What are you going to do about it? Well, um, hey, if you guys like this uh, conversation we had with Scott. That's life. Give us a like. Not a like. Like, rate, review, share, subscribe. All that good stuff. Uh, but we're going to close this. Uh, we'll get out of this living room, but we'll see you not next week, but in two weeks. So until then, stay safe. Take care of yourself. I never make it to this portion of the living room pod. <laughs>